0: Welcome to the FDN Thrive Podcast. We interview leaders in the functional health space who bring you the most up-to-date, cutting-edge information for people who have tried it all for their health issues. We hope you enjoy the show. What is happening, friends? And welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. My name is Evan Transu, a.k.a. Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. We got something a little different going on, and it was kind of impulsive, because I was planning on releasing an interview tonight. And not that our interviews are not great. Obviously, they're fantastic. I think they are, at least. (laughs) I love listening to our guests. They have the most incredible stories in the world. But I don't know if you've ever had this feeling. Sometimes I just feel pulled to do something a little different. And what happened today is we did an Instagram Live. If you're not following us on Instagram, please feel free to uh, go do that. We have some interesting content over there, really valuable stuff. We have an awesome lady named Catherine and she is the brains behind so much of what is posted there. Always helping out with that. I just occasionally hop on and do something on video um, and our friend Joe will do some stuff on video as well. But no, Catherine is really the one posting all these awesome things. So don't Uh, missed out on the content over there. Again, that's at FDN Thrive. But we did a live today with my girl Mel Rogers. And Mel and I had done a little FDN Thrive podcast type of thing before. So you guys may have heard of her before. I'm not going to go into her full bio because really what's most important today is the information that we're talking about. And what we're talking about is stress reduction via mindfulness. Now, if you're anything like me, I would have immediately attributed the word mindfulness to something along the lines of mindfulness meditation. Really being present with your body, really being like in the zone, you're like laying down, trying to do a full body scan or something, and that's assuming that you even know about mindfulness meditations to begin with. Now, we are not opposed to that by any means, and Mel kind of talks about the benefits of that, but she has a little bit of a different take on mindfulness that I wouldn't have necessarily thought about initially, But what she was talking about is not only so useful, but instantly applicable to our own lives. I'm not saying the mindfulness that she's referring to is not somewhat of a muscle that can't be worked out and exercised over time to become more and more effective. But this is something that you can take same day as listening to this podcast and go out and use. And so, again, I kind of just felt pulled to share this immediately and I think you guys will really like this. So please let us know what you think about it. You know that you can get in contact with me by just simply going to anchor.fm slash read davis. That's anchor.fm slash read davis And you can send us a voice memo. I'd love to know what you're thinking. Uh, but if you want to also watch the video, maybe you're more of a video person. This is a little long for a video, especially on Instagram, so I understand that. That's why I wanted to extract the audio. But you can go check us out there. Mel brings the energy, man. This woman's got it going on. Admittedly, I kind of have like a little colleague crush on her. I think she's pretty cool. Cool. Um, Not really sure if I should say that on a podcast, but I have no shame whatsoever. And I'm here to entertain, so I'll throw it out there. She does work with celebrities, technically, so maybe I can write this off to being some type of celebrity crush or whatever. However, without further ado, and before I am out of a job, let's get to the conversation. Alright, my friends, what is going on? We're going to be talking to my girl Mel Rogers in a second. She yeah, at. we're going to about mindfulness today, a little quick one, and Mel's got some great things to say on this, and Mel just has awesome energy, too. I love talking to her. She's done some stuff with us for the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. So let us see here if we can figure it out, and there she is. Mel, what's going on?
1: Hi, good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing really well. It's good to uh, get to talk to you again. I was just telling them that We'll be talking about mindfulness and that you and I did a great um, health detective podcast by FDN Thrive episode together, and that was just super fun. I feel like we totally have very extroverted personalities to just bounce off each other. So, um, yeah, this is uh, all right, so we're again, we wanted to keep it quicker today, guys, and we wanted to make sure that we're being very like useful towards your time and giving you the specific topic. So if you want to learn more about Mel, definitely check out the FDN Thrive episode and, of course, give her a follow, too. But for today, I say we just jump into the topic, Mel. So let's okay. get into mindfulness, why this matters, however you want to start it is cool with me.
1: Okay, so um, mindfulness is sort of a trendy word, has been for a while now. And a lot of people don't exactly know what it means. In fact, for a while, I didn't exactly know what it means also. And um, I'm not a master of it by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it's really important to talk about mindfulness right now because of the craziness of the world and the fact that we are bombarded with so much negative information. Being in the here and now is more important than ever to maintain our um, sanity, our immune system, health, and all that good stuff. So I look at mindfulness as a chance to slow down And be in the present moment and tune absolutely everything out. I also look at mindfulness as a way to have a really in-depth assessment, not a moral assessment, more of a clinical assessment of how you're feeling. So it's kind of like two parts. One is be in the moment and be fully devoted and committed to what's happening in that moment so that you can actually tune out all the negative BS that goes on in your mind. And two, is to use that mindfulness as part of an assessment tool, like for how you feel after you eat or how you're or really tapping into your emotions because we cannot ignore the negative emotions that are going on. In fact, being present with them is gonna help move and release them. And so having that assessment in real time how am I feeling? I just ate food. How am I feeling? And, and having this non-moral assessment, but actually like a critical, like, how am I feeling non-judgmental? I feel like those are the two sides of the coin with mindfulness. And uh, we can continue from there. That's kind of um, my definition, so to speak.
0: Yeah, no, and this is perfect to get into it because obviously I should have said this, guys. One of the main reasons that we're doing this is because it's such a practical relatively easy-to-learn tool um, and definitely free for stress reduction. And Mel and I were joking because I was on at uh, 9.30 EST today or 9.40, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I was on a call. I went over. I'm like, Mel, I'm so sorry. And she's like, I'm just waking up. And I'm like, what? And she's <laughs> on the West Coast. Time zones down. We forget FDNs are all over the world, man. So <laughs> um, it was like 6.30, 7.30 her time probably. Is that correct?
1: or It was early. I was like – Drinking coffee in my PJs. Yeah,
0: too early for Abs energy to be coming in your DMs, like, where you at? Like, let's go. So, um, but then I think with mindfulness, um, and this is the only thing I'll add, because I I really, I feel like you're probably more well-versed to talk on this than myself. I think there's some misunderstandings about what this might mean in its truest form, because I was talking to Mel about how mindfulness meditations, in theory, should be an experience of being truly present and that is such a foreign concept for so many of us that I don't think many of us have even felt that once in our lives. And I remember feeling it for the first time and no guys, it's real. Like it's, you're not thinking ahead. You're not thinking in the past. You are actually just present in the moment. So is that what you are meaning when you talk about mindfulness or is there like a spectrum to this?
1: Yeah, no, I do. I do mean being in the moment. Um, it doesn't mean that if the moment is unpleasant, that you can't, work actively to transform that emotion. However, mindfulness I believe right now is actually honoring the emotions that we're experiencing. Okay. So for example, um, let's talk in anxiety like generalized sort of anxiety based on world craziness. When I start to feel anxiety, I kind of I kind of have her name I'm like, ah oh, there she is, there she is and I sit with it. And I said, okay, what is is she trying to teach me? I'm going to be present with it. I'm going to breathe into it. I'm going to tune out every other emotion and just sit with this emotion and then actually visualize putting light into my body, releasing it, feeling it, honoring it. So I feel like that's one form of mindfulness. It's not try to have hearts and flowers and unicorns and roses and, and, and run away from our negative emotions, right? Um, however, I do think the act of mindfulness and being in the present moment can actually help and, and mitigate um, things like anxiety and depression because you're fully focused on what you're doing. So another example of a different type of mindfulness is, um, well, I mean, just say you're doing work. Say you're writing an email to your, to your client list. You are writing that email. You are fully invested. You are almost feeling the emotion of what you want your clients to on that email list to learn from the information and that it's a gift to be able to write and give to your clients and be in the moment of writing that, not thinking about picking up your kids later, not thinking about the world, you know, that's going on right now, not thinking about what you're going to do in an hour, but being fully invested in that moment. So it's, it's not just about feeling the, the, the emotion, but it's also being able to actually it's often the crazy emotions that we're all experiencing almost at all times and be fully present in something that you're doing, you know, putting the phone away, which is, you know, nice nature walk, putting your phone away, really staring at a tree. Have you actually ever stared at a tree, like gone up close and looked at all of the details of the leaf and the flower and the, and the dew on the leaf? That's a beautiful walking meditation mindfulness that Everything else just drips away. You are fully present in that moment by looking at every detail of the tree. So yeah. I feel like mindfulness can be played out in a few different ways. Like I said earlier, that assessment that you do with yourself. I do this a lot with um, clients when we're working on like uh, eating habits and and transitioning from you know tracking food to intuitive eating. Either way, you want to assess very clinically, not not morally clinically, how you're feeling. How did that food make me feel? Let me let me sit with that. Okay all right, make me feel this way. Okay. That I'm not putting a judgment on myself, but I'm in the moment, understanding, being aware of my body's reactions so that I can better make better choices for myself. So that's another type of mindfulness that I apply with my clients when it comes to like the nutrition counseling.
0: I love, um, well, I love so many things here. We should have, uh, planned for a little longer, but no, it's all good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we, you and I could go forever.
1: We good. We good. Something
0: that came to my head. That I would have never really thought of it because sometimes, um, I find like I learn best if, I can see the opposite of something. And I just figured out the total opposite of mindfulness. It's when we are driving down the highway and we get off like the wrong exit or an exit we normally do. Like that is the exact opposite of mindfulness because we are so in our heads that we're driving on autopilot and you're like, how did we just get here? So it's like the opposite of that is what we're trying to achieve. And especially with the emotional stuff and dietary stuff, it's really experiencing how we're feeling without judgment I laughed so hard, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Guys, we are the only animals, as smart as we are, we have moved so far away from our intuition that we need nutritionists, we need dieticians. Do I need to go tell the bird that's outside my house right now, oh, this is the list of the menu of things that you need to eat? Like, No, it knows what to eat intuitively, and it's able to recognize, I think, because I, I think an animal could make a mistake and maybe eat human weight, like uh, like our waste products in terms of trash. It's right. like, okay, you know what, that didn't work. That's uh, awful. Yeah, I'm going to stick away from that food in the future. I know I got my dog laying down here right now. She has eaten things where she's like, okay, that was a regrettable uh, thing. It made me sick, and she doesn't do it anymore. So maybe we can talk about um, a way that people can practically apply this, because I know the ideas of meditation and even mindfulness, they can sometimes seem so elusive to people. They're like, what, what do I actually do? So Is there a practical way that we could help people maybe get into a more mindful state?
1: Yeah, so let's let's talk about, for example, um, eating and trying to improve our relationship with food, whether we've chosen to do sort of a food sensitivity test and actually eliminate some foods, or if we're just trying to practice mindful eating and a healthy relationship with food. So you want to slow down. Mindfulness is about slowing down and taking in an assessment, right? So you're eating and you see that the food's delicious, and you see a little bit left on your plate, and you kind of pause, and you say, how how full am I? How full am I? Could I stop eating now? My mouth may want more food. This is a really enjoyable food. But could I stop eating? Because that actually gets that 80% full, which is kind of ideal what we want, instead of bombarding our digestive system with overeating. And you're not depriving yourself. You're sitting with it and saying, could I stop eating right now? Am, am I satiated? Am I am I fulfilled? And pausing, actually assessing it. Um, how do I feel after I eat this? How, how am I feeling? Hmm. I maybe ate a little too much because I didn't ask myself that question while I was eating. Okay. Next time. There's no moral value you're assessing. There's no you know putting yourself down. It, it's the mindfulness that you're trying to establish that you have control, loving control of. Your body's messages that equate and and result in a really healthy um, relationship with food, and you know potentially if this is your goal, you know weight loss or or just a thriving uh, digestive system. Um, how satisfied do I feel? You know, all of those things are little things about, around food. So that's kind of the example that I'm using. Is that kind of help with just an example of mindful assessment? Now yeah. this is the kind of mindfulness where we're sitting with our emotion. We're actually just sitting with the sensations in our body. And that's, you know, a type of feedback as well, just like our emotions are a type of feedback.
0: This makes perfect sense. And I like that you separated that because, no, admittedly, my head actually, it's not that I haven't heard of what you're talking about, but my head does immediately go to this, I'm laying in bed and I'm doing this whole body scan trying to really figure out, like, how I'm feeling or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that, certainly, but... This is a different type of thing. And I would really challenge people, if you're listening to something like this, especially, I mean, the exact example that you used with eating and assessing maybe how full you are or aren't, if that sounds simple, you're probably the exact type of person that needs it because we don't do this anymore as human beings. Like it's so, I, I think we've also, uh, have been disadvantaged because we are given foods and things and chemicals that are highly addictive and they don't want us to think about are we actually satiated or whatever and quite frankly in a way our body you know might have eaten a ton of calories but it's not satiated because it still needs the nutrition it's like well we ate nothing we just ate a bunch of uh crap and calories so i think we're at an unfair place with that Now, if you're eating real food, which is a concept that any FDN is going to tell you to do, this is where I think this can be very useful. And you'll be surprised how you learn to listen to your body over the years. I didn't even try to do this. Um, I just I didn't have the awareness around it because I was like, all right, like not for thinking about it. And I couldn't believe how over time people would say, like, wow, you notice a lot of things about your body or like, I can't believe you would even think about that. You get back to what it's like to be human. And you have like this intuitive idea of like, what do I need today? Eating wise, I don't go in a little off track with that, but it's even just this identification of maybe I need more animal products today. Maybe I need less. Maybe I need more carbohydrates. Ah, no, dude, come on, you're just dehydrated right now. You don't need all that sugar. Like what are you doing? You know what I mean? You're making
1: an assessment because you're making an assessment without a value judgment. Right yes.
0: now, Mel, I have to ask you, what do you call it? If I make the assessment that I don't need the acai bowl, And I go out and buy the acai bowl anyway. That's some different mindset work, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a little different mindset work. And first of all, you know, um, berating yourself is not the answer. Um, And then seeing how you feel afterwards is the answer. And that kind of ties in with um, when to eat and when to space out your eating. Because, you know, sometimes we're trying to get our clients to maybe snack less and eat more at each meal. And the question, um, could I eat? okay. Yeah, I could, maybe I'll be hungry in about an hour instead of going from super full to super famished. Because we know that that's, you know, kind of fluctuating blood sugar levels. And we know that that's not listening to your internal clues. All of a sudden you're starving and you have no choice but to get the acai bowl or you have no choice but to grab some, you know, quick chips or whatever because you just need that carbohydrate like sugar rush. But to actually get in tune with that mindfulness in that assessment includes in between meals, Okay. Yeah. Can I eat? Mm, I think I can go another hour. So I'm going to, I'm going to plan. I kind of have an idea what I'm going to eat, but I can go an hour. Those are the kind of things that you want to get to be able to um, get nuanced in, in order to successfully listen to your body without the all or nothing. Sometimes we just, you know, people may be knocked in the head for our messages. And that's what we're trying to avoid. We're trying to get more in tune through that the process of mindfulness when it comes to, we kind of delved into mindfulness with nutrition. Um, So I do that a lot. Again, another thing with like a bowl of ice cream, it's not always about deprivation. You want to have your bowl of ice cream. You want more after the first bowl, right? You want more. So what do you do? I'm going to sit with it. I'm going to sit with it for 20 to 30 minutes. I'm going to see how I feel. I've enjoyed my bowl of ice cream. I was mindful and in the moment, I've enjoyed the ice cream so that I could be fully present and enjoy every last morsel because when you're not mindful eating your ice cream, you know, you're going to want more. And so with it for 20, 30 minutes. This is what I try to encourage my clients to do. And then do you still want that ice cream? Because you might actually take the time to be able to assess, no, you know what? I've enjoyed it. I don't need that second bowl. Maybe you do and that's okay. And you don't berate yourself, but you start to practice that mindfulness and, and kind of structured um, pausing Structured holding out on yourself, like oh wait, Mel, no. and it's it's out of love. I'm just gonna wait twenty, thirty minutes before I have another their bowl, and you start to have more self control. Because of your mindfulness. So that's some of, some of the little tricks I, I talk about with clients when it comes to nutritional mindfulness. I,
0: how I I made an almost joking question with the acai bowl, and you gave a very legitimate and awesome response to that. So I appreciate that very much. And this time already flew by. I think we're – I don't have a timer on this. I was looking at the clock. I think we're already over the 15. So, oh, I guess wanted to be short and sweet today. Mel, you threw down. I really appreciate this. We can where, talk forever. Yeah, where can people find you, and who do you kind of like um, – I don't want to use the word specialized, but do you have like a particular niche of people that you serve?
1: Yeah. So um, I really love to, I really love to help, you know, hardworking women, specifically over 40 who've had um, stubborn weight gain. I help them turn it around with a targeted approach so they can feel sexy, confident, and energetic no matter what life throws at them and no matter what age they are. So I do that with functional lab testing and gut and hormone health and strategic nutrition and coaching. So Mel Rogers wellness, which I think some of you guys see there, um, that's my Instagram page. And then my website is melrogers.com. Super simple. M E L R O G E R S.com. From there, I offer complimentary clarity calls so that you can, you know, get on my schedule and just talk with me, see, um, if I could help you with your health concerns, see for a good fit, you know, find out about my different programs and packages and prices um, on my website my as well. So, yeah, I would love to um, hear from you guys and serve. I mean, I've, I've worked for everything from pro athletes to, you know, 20 year olds trying to get their gut and hormones in check. But I definitely as a woman who's over 40, I definitely have an affinity for those women over 40 and just thriving as we age.
0: All right, guys, see, this is what's cool about FDNs, man. We walk the walk. Mel does certainly doesn't look over 40. That's for sure, my friends. So, all right. you guys, Good answer. Okay. Thank you. Okay. No. <laughs> you, know you know where to find us if you're ready to start that journey. And also, guys, we've been talking about stress and mindfulness today. If you just happen to be tuning in or catching this at the end part, if you want to see more quick lives like this, shoot us a DM with what topic you'd like to see. We might have Mel back on. We might have someone Love else to talk about that. We're totally cool. So Mel, thank you so much for hopping on again today on relatively short notice and just bringing the heat.
1: Thank you. I'd love to be on again. This is Stephan Evan. It's always great to talk to you. All
0: right. You as well. See ya. Bye. Okay, folks. I hope you enjoyed this little mini episode. Definitely some huge golden nuggets in there. And what I'd like to ask, I know I talked about following FDN Thrive, if you're not already, on Instagram in the beginning of the podcast, but please make sure you go through a follow to Mel as well to Mel as well. I like that. It is at Mel Rogers wellness on Instagram. That's at Mel Rogers wellness on Instagram. At the time of recording this, this woman has over 1500 posts and it's not like she's just posting random stupid stuff. These are really great tips. They're well thought out. So if you're looking to learn, not only follow us, but at Mel Rogers wellness, definitely a great resource. And thank you again, Mel for hopping on with us and just bringing the heat, man, bringing the energy. I definitely, Given us some good vibes and some good information. Now, if you like this information, by the way, you already know what I'm going to say, right? Why haven't you done it yet? Could you leave us a five-star review, please, on Apple Podcasts? We need more people to know about this, guys. I'm not just saying this so we can build our podcast. That's a wonderful thing. But at the end of the day, even though I'm kind of being funny and being silly right now, you know how serious we are about this and especially how serious I am about this. I believe people have a right to information and then they can make decisions based on that information they've received. So if you believe that as well, then maybe we should all work together to make sure this information is shared with as many people as possible. It takes just a couple of seconds. Search the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. On Apple Podcasts, a simple five-star review is great if you want to leave a few kind words even better, and we are slowly and surely stacking up over there. So I mean it seriously, and I speak on behalf of FDN Thrive. Thank you so much for actually doing it because I know so many podcasts ask for that. I really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day and saying, you know what? No, I do like this enough. I appreciate what they're doing and I'm going to go leave that review. You absolutely rock. Well, I will give you a break for the weekend and I'm looking forward to being back on Monday with, you guessed it, another interview. See you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in to the FDN Thrive Podcast. If you feel like you've been stuck in the cycle of trial and error when it comes to your health issues, our team can help. Whether you've tried every different diet out there without lasting success, spent way too much money on supplements at your local health food store, or been told that your lab tests are normal despite feeling anything but normal, we have your back. Go to FDNThrive.com and click the Get Started Here button if you're ready to stop playing guessing games with your health. That's FDNThrive.com.